Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie and Barb and Leah, talking about our one cool Asian gals. (laughs) Barb already talked about Junko Tabe, um, but before we dive back in and before I share my lady with you, let's find out what's going on in the Gals Guide calendar for this week. I'm not Leah. (laughs) 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 And on Wednesday, May 17th, the Writer's Galaxy Galaxy will meet at the Gals Guide Library online at 4.30 p.m. If you're a writer, author, or interested in being one, register... Writers Galaxy at galsguide.org. On Thursday, May 18th, Film Club meets to talk about Spirited Away. I haven't seen that yet. That's a so good, good excuse. Yes. We have in person and online options to talk about this magical film. Register at galsguide.org. We have two events on Saturday, May 20th. First Terra Circle begins its new book study. Learn about Green Terra and its wonderful online oh. Sangha. Oh, Sangha. Sangha. Yeah, there you go. That is open to all who are interested in or students of Buddhism. Register for Terra Circle at galsguide.org. Then from 2 to 4 p.m., Hannah and Robert Williamson are back in the library. Our very first book signing peeps are back with a new book. Mm-hmm. That's right. The father-daughter duo is back with their new young adult fantasy book that continues the Aladonian Chronicles with book three, The Wolf, the Thief, and the Scoundrel. Come get your signed copy. For these and all of our amazing events, check out galsguide.org. Thanks, Bonnie. Ta-da! Now I'm going to really put you guys on the spot because I definitely didn't tell you this question ahead of time and let you study. <laughs> Why can't the magic just happen? <laughs> it happens. It does. Some rando- you have a rando question. Is that what you're saying? Rando question for definitely. you guys. Wow. So Exciting. I feel like it has been a really, really awesome time um, in movies and TV for Asian actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had, what was that, the Oscars, where mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. everywhere, all at once, mm-hmm. like, took home all the awards. Um, so I want to know who or what favorite, who, what, where, when. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know you guys' favorite film or TV with an Asian woman in the lead role. Bonnie, go. I can, <laughs> mine's not, I'm not really sure mine's a, like the main role. Okay, that's definitely okay. Definitely one of the main characters. <laughs> now I'm going to try to remember what her name is because I need to catch up. Uh, I really love uh, Alex Bornstein and yeah. Mrs. Maisel. She plays her her manager, I guess is what yeah. she is. Her hype She's, woman, right? Yeah, she <laughs> is amazing. And I love that she like constantly gets confused for like a little little man all the time. <laughs> um, but I love her. She gave a little speech when she was getting an award at one point, talking about her grandmother in the Holocaust. She said, "My grandmother was in line to be shot into the pit." She said, "What happens if I step out of line?" And he said, "I don't have the heart to shoot you, but somebody will." And she stepped out of line. And for that, I am here. 
I'm here and my children are here. So step out of line, ladies. Step out of line. I love it. Mm. Love it. Nice. Nice. That's awesome, Bonnie. (laughs) Who do you have for us, Barb? So um, I I love Aquafina. Yes. So um, and and actually um, I liked her in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm She's just hysterical, but she's also been in like Jumanji and mm-hmm. Ocean's 8. Um, nice. And just recently, uh, Hubby and I watched um, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and The, and the oh. Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. So That's that really was, it was really good. It, mm-hmm. And I, like, I hadn't heard a lot about it ahead of time and we got into it and, and we didn't even know she was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, well, she too is badass. It's so I love winner. her. It was a winner. It was a winner. I like all of her stuff. So. Yes. So all of those were good. Yeah. We're giving everybody out there listening some really prime TV movie ideas. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Add those to your... Your queue. Your list. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like how cool you said that because I was going to be like, your wish list. It's called <laughs> a queue. I mean, learned one yes. thing from the Isn't British. Okay. <laughs> Add it to your viewing list. I was going to call out of like a proper noun for your like, Netflix. I'm like, I probably shouldn't do that. So then I struggled and then you jumped in with Q. So Q save the Thank day. Well, I have two more to add for your queue. Yeah. To your queue. Yeah. Put it for your on your queue. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, I recommend everybody watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. I literally wrote that down because for some reason that's a very confusing title. Yes. It really is. Mm-hmm. It but really it's is. So amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing. I've heard such good things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put it on my queue. It's Do worth it. It's on my queue. Mm-hmm. And then I, I definitely 100% recommend everybody watch Beef that yes. stars Ali Wong. Okay. She does incredible and I mean, She's like, really you know, funny. Ali yeah. Wong as mm-hmm. a stand-up comic mm-hmm. and you right. kind of expect something kind of maybe goofy about it, but it's very dark humor, uh-huh. but it's so good. And she's just spectacular in it. Sweet. So I highly recommend that. I think it's only like eight episodes. Oh, okay. About an hour long each. Okay. So good. Add that. Add All that right. to the queue. All right. Everybody making a list <laughs> and Leah's here making show notes for everybody. So you'll Sweet. be able. Oh, perfect. I'll put trailers find. up. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I know, right? Helping our viewers <laughs> out. All right. Well, I am going to help all of our viewers out. Yes. Our viewers. There's nothing to view. Our listeners. <laughs> Those ones That's too. That's a very good point. <laughs> I'd be out of here if you were viewing me right now. I'm I think we covered that earlier. Picking my face zits all day. Just go ahead and do that in your mind. My face you is all sideways, so there's That's... no way. <laughs> it's still cuter than the zit I got going on over here. You put some Windex on it. On my zit or on yeah. your face? On the Both. For, Both. Uh, so my big fat Greek wedding, he puts it's, or he puts. Windex uh, for like rashes, pimples, like everything. Soaking his elbow in Windex, like <laughs> I probably need some for my feet. It's about sandal season, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm helping our listeners out because in probably just a few months they may see a new quarter with maybe a face that they don't recognize on. Oh. And I want to put a name. And a history to that face when you see it. Lovely. I think we also just started an acapella group. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. The harmony. Gorge. <laughs> um, so our listeners may know that um, The Mint is doing a series of women. So I think it's what, like five women each year they're picking to yeah. put on coins, quarters. Um, and for 2024, which, you know... I don't know why everything has to be screwed up all the time, everywhere, all at once. 
see what you did there. Because it's a 2024 coin, but it's coming out mid-2023. Mm. Uh, it's uh, like yeah. these cars that come out early. Yeah. Right. And this Model coin, your rollover. <laughs> this coin is going to feature Patsy Takamoto Mink. Thanks. And if you haven't heard that name yet, you're going to be so blown away by this woman. Um, we just heard about Barb's woman who was a fighter and stepped out of line, uh, did followed her passion. Um, Patsy had dreams and a passion since she was very young and was told no, 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 all down the row. And after hearing no so many times, she decided she had to change the rules so other women didn't have to hear no. Love it. So that's the kind of badass we're dealing with here. So Patsy Takamoto was born on December 6, 1927, um, near Maui. There she is. Isn't she? Oh, she's so proper. She's Mm -hmm. proper. That stuff is so 80s. Yeah, (laughs) it is. There's shoulder pads in there. I love it. They're coming back. You know no, that, right? no. They're coming back. <laughs> I Shoulder pads and PBR. That's what's coming back. I'm okay with one of those things. <laughs> I mean, I'll do both. Right. Yeah, if you got tired, you could rest your little head oh. on my shoulder pad. Okay, I'll do it for that. Okay. <laughs> I'll just wear them. So she was born actually on a sugar plantation camp in Maui. Oh. Um, she was a third generation um, Japanese American woman. Um, and her mother was a homemaker. Her well, her grandparents came over and worked on the sugar plantation and and yearned for more and actually like kind of like broke their contract with the sugar plantation and skipped out of there. So she really comes from a long line of people that stand up for what's right because yes. they they got out of there because the working conditions were so poor. Um, they did eventually find work in a different sugar plantation. But anyway, her father became um, an engineer. Ah. So they're definitely like a family uh, of hard workers, people achievers. that achievers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. He was a, he was actually a civil engineer. Um, so even when she was younger, she had the. I mean, she was born in 1927. So it's not like probably the message she was getting from the world was you're going to go to college and be a professional and all of that. But from a very young age, she wanted to be a doctor. Yes. And so um, she actually, um, so when she, I'm going to talk about her high school years first, Mm -hmm. but know that she has this in her mind that she wants to achieve this, this high level of success and become a doctor. Um, So when she went to high school in Maui high school, um, she Okay, I want to get this right because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I really want to set up the context for you. So when she entered high school, it was just one year before Honolulu was attacked by Japan, oh. right? Wow. In World War II, when we entered World War yeah. II. Um, so despite the fact that local Japanese were being treated as enemies, mm-hmm. um, Patsy ran for and won her first election to become student body president in her senior year. Oh, wow. wow. And she was the first girl to serve as president of the student body. She also graduated as class valedictorian in 1944. Nice. Nice. So that's like, she's kept her eye on that prize of becoming Mm -hmm. a doctor and worked her her butt off to achieve, um, you know, academic success. And people liked her. Yes. Yeah. And she was, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That, yeah, I mean, that's right? a very good point. It's a balance. She's yeah. got she's got it all going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so she started college in Hawaii um, and was unsatisfied with school there. So she eventually transferred to the University of Nebraska. Oh, okay. So she yes. went from Hawaii <laughs> to Nebraska? So this is what mm-hmm. she did, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 
thought she was smart. <laughs> right in the middle there. Well, I, I'm even skipping over some. She did a lot when she was in Hawaii. Then she actually went to Pennsylvania. Also cold. Same question. Yeah. Cold. And, cold. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I only highlighted some points. I skipped around a little. I don't know if she was unsatisfied with school in Hawaii, but for some reason she went from Hawaii to Pennsylvania. Right. Pennsylvania was unsatisfactory. Oh. So she went to Nebraska. All right. Yeah. Not a fan of the chocolate. <laughs> Hershey. But the University of Nebraska, when she got there, she found out that the university had a longstanding racial segregation policy mm. where mm. students of color lived in different dormitories than white students. Mm. So. Not good. This no. angered Not Patsy, good. and she organized yes. and created a coalition of students, parents, administrators, employees, alumni, sponsoring businesses and corporations um, to protest this rule. Yes! Love it. She wrote, I mean, you can find online some of her writings in, like, the school newspaper where she was, like, calling all these people out, and she's so eloquent and so forceful, but it's, like, so posed, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) They're really good. Nice. Um, So she was able to successfully lobby to end the university's segregation policies that year. Ah, Love it. Sweet. Um, However... Immediately after that, she became sick and had to go back home to Hawaii. Um, She had a serious thyroid condition that required Mm. surgery. So she moved back home, um, and then she finished her degree um, at the University of Hawaii, where she earned, in 1948, a bachelor's degree of zoology and chemistry. Oh, cool. Nice. She began applying to medical schools, but none of the dozens of schools which she applied to would accept her because she is a woman. Um, and it was especially bad since this was also the end of World War II and men yeah. were coming back from yeah. war yeah. Yeah. and yeah. being given mm-hmm. most of these spots to, you know, jumpstart well, their education. They had the career. GI Bill yeah. so yeah. that they were, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so after being rejected um, from all these law schools, um, she decided that she would apply for law school yeah. because she wanted to do something to change the law to make it so other women wouldn't be rejected from Aww. being able to follow their dreams. Um, so she applied for a couple different law schools and was accepted at the University of Chicago Law School. She's back mm-hmm. in the cold. Also wow. cold. Yes. Right. Windy. It's just getting worse. Like effect. Like <laughs> effect snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was actually only one of two women in her law school class. Wow. Which I think was super common at that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she really excelled there um, and, uh, you know, excelled academically, socially, all of that. Um, and she met her husband, John Mink, um, who was there getting a degree in geology. And she actually married him against her parents' wishes just six months after meeting him oh. in 1951. Scandalous. <laughs> so were they opposed just because she hadn't known him very long, or were there other... It doesn't say, and I'm not sure. Um, part it's of it might have been also six because months. he was yeah. white. <gasps> I mean, there's Scandal. nothing that says that, yeah, but yeah. I know she fe- yeah. she faced a lot of backlash over her interracial marriage because this was 1951. Yeah, Yeah. true. Good point. So they both graduated, Mm -hmm. um, and she immediately started applying to law firms um, to get work and Mm. was again rejected. Yeah. And also during this time of applying and trying to find work, she gave birth in 1952 to her daughter Gwendolyn, um, who goes by Wendy. Um, And because she was a woman and a woman with a child, she was – not offered a job at any law firm yeah, or right. anywhere. 
Um, it was at that time, since she couldn't find work, that they decided to move the family back to Hawaii. Um, and when she arrived in Hawaii, her father helped her start her own law practice. Nice. And oh, she nice. specialized in representing um, women, especially in, like, family cases, like divorces, separations, that kind of stuff, which were cases that a lot of um, law firms didn't want to touch at that time. Yeah. But she supported and advocated for those women. She also became involved. At this time, Hawaii was still a territory. Oh. So she became um, oh, involved yeah. with the um, – I want to – uh, she became involved in the Hawaiian Territorial Legislature. Okay. Legislature. <laughs> That's an American word. That's hard to say. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, my pause was I wanted to actually read it from the paper and make sure I had it right. Um, but it sounds like the Territorial legislator, Legislature was set up um, very much like ours, where they had a Congress and a Senate. Mm-hmm. So she was um, a lawyer for... Um, the Territory Congress, oh. and then eventually ran for the Territory Congress, and she was um, elected as the first woman with Japanese ancestry to serve on um, the Hawaiian Territorial Legislature. Nice. She first served on the Congress and then went on to serve on the Senate, and you can find a lot of great clips of her being very outspoken um, because this was also around the time that Hawaii was applying for statehood. Oh. And she did get pushed back about Hawaiian beco- Hawaii becoming a state. There were people that wanted to keep it as a territory, oh, yeah. um, but she helped fight to make it our 50th state. Very nice. Yes. Um, so after her time, after she helped fight for um, Hawaii to become a state, she decided to run for Congress and become nice. the congresswoman from Hawaii. Yeah. Her first attempt, she lost, gotcha. which was really devastating for her Mm -hmm. um she did take that really hard but then she ran again um the next term she could run Mm -hmm. and in 1965 was elected um to congress and she's actually the first woman of con of color to serve in the u.s congress oh sweet yeah um so part she fought for a lot of social justice and equality while she was there and probably what she's most known for is um, co-authoring the Title IX bill, which was just renamed in 2022 as, I don't have it right in front of me, um, but it was renamed after her. So it's like the um, Patsy Takamoko uh, Mink Equal Opportunity. (laughs) I will find it later and read it to you guys. Um, So she fought tirelessly for that bill Mm -hmm. um, and helped get it passed. And then I don't know if you guys know, well, I know you guys all know a bunch of the history of Title IX, Um, but immediately after it passed, it dawned on people what kind of effect that was going to have on male sports, Mm -hmm. the valued, coveted male sports. They shouldn't have to share money with girls. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Girl sports are never going to make any revenue. (gasps) Ask women's soccer. (laughs) So there was immediately a pushback. Um, and there was, what was that called? Whatever douchebag opposing <laughs> was named after him. Do you know it, Bonnie? You know Who? the douchebag's name? Uh, which, which I mean, one? there were two of them from Title Texas nine. that were the worst. Texas? Oh. I know the in- dude from Indiana was actually the dude oh. like leading it. Here it is. Yeah, actually, true. I don't know if it's named after somebody. Well, the dude from Indiana was leading the passing of Title IX, yes. Evan Bayh. Yes. Um, but then it was opposed by two senators or two, a congressman and a senator from Texas. Um, and they proposed the Casey Amendment. Oh, which okay. the Casey mm. Amendment specifically would have targeted that equal access to sports and physical education. 
and would have kept women and men's PE separate mm. and would have kept it so women didn't have access to all the sports that men had. Right. Jeez. So, you know, because that's, that's the part we got to latch on to and fight for is all sports. Mm, sports. It all sounds very familiar <laughs> to things going on now. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Patsy T. Mink Equal Opportunity and Education Act. Yay! I think I got like eight of the ten words. Yeah! <laughs> You're pretty close. <laughs> right? Thank you, Bonnie, for finding that. Um, so she has this fabulous bill passed that's going to open doors for women all yes. over the place. And then there's the fight with the Casey Amendment. Mm. Um, and I highly recommend, and I know Leah's going to get it in the show notes, um, there's a little mini documentary yeah. on YouTube that's done by Patsy's daughter, Wendy. Oh, um, nice. And I think like the New York Times or something. And it's called Mink, My Mom Fought for Title IX, But It Almost Didn't Happen. Oh. I'll get it in the show notes. Okay. Nice. And it's it's really a cool uh, recount of Wendy telling the story of that time, a little history on her mom's life. But what happened was, on the day that the Casey bill was being voted for, um, Wendy was in a very uh, serious car wreck. Oh, oh, no. So her mom was on the floor of the house and got a call saying her daughter was rushed to critical oh. care, was in the hospital. Um and so she had to choose stay and vote or go to her daughter. Ah! So she went to her daughter. Okay. And the Casey bill passed by lack of one vote. Oh. By lack of Patsy's vote. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? This is a good story. <laughs> but thankfully, because of circumstances, they decided to do a recount of the vote. And in the recount, Ooh. the Casey Amendment lost. Yeah, And Title IX stood as written. There you go. Wow. So That's su- a tough choice. Right? <laughs> Super amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was six terms she served. She served from 1965 to 1977. Gotcha. Wow. Um, and then she took on some leadership roles within the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Um, she ran for governor and mayor at different elections in Hawaii, but unfortunately lost all of those. They're hard. It is. And then in 1990, she decided to return to Congress again. Oh. Um, and was voted into Congress. Um, I think it's worth noting that she was the first Asian American to run for a presidency. Oh, nice. She was actually nominated the same year as Shirley Chisholm. Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, and they were both, you know, like up for potentially running for president. Yes. They never made it yeah. to like the voting in and, and getting on the ballot phase. Um, but she went back to this uh, Congress in 1990 um, and she continued to um, sponsor bills for gender equality. She sponsored co-sponsored the Gender Equality Act of 1993. Sweet. Um, she pressed for universal health care. Nice. She introduced a bill to protect reproductive decisions as an individual right. That would have been nice. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. Ooh. When the Senate... Oh, I liked this. Yeah. She opposed the Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> when the Senate Judiciary Com- Committee denied Anita Hill the opportunity to give testimony, Mink... And other congresswomen, including Barbara Boxer of California, mm-hmm. uh, Louise Slaughter of New York, and Pat Schroeder of Colorado, marched the Capitol in protest of the decision. Aww. The protest was carried on the front page of the New York Times, and Hill was later allowed to testify. Yay! Um, so she definitely fought throughout her entire career for women. Yeah, wow. nice. And I love that. That was part and of the reason I wanted to share her story. Getting a quarter. 
Right? Right? She's getting her own quarter. She's going to be on the money. She Mom's working. She only gets a quarter. <laughs> right? She's on the quarter. Um, so she served another 12 years oh, in wow. Congress nice. from 1990 to 2002. And she only wow. left because she passed away. Oh. She actually passed away a week before um, she was running again oh, for the gosh. for Congress. And was, in fact, it was like she, since it was only a week, her name was still on the ballot. And she was voted for despite passing away. So she actually won the election. Oh, my goodness. voted in. What do you call that? Posthumously. Yes. It's not humorous, though, Barb. It's not humorous. (laughs) 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 That's a hard word. Um, So, and then I already shared a little bit about how um, in recognition of her hard work 50 years after Taliline was passed, it was renamed after her. Um, They also put up a portrait of her. In Capitol Hill, um, you can see a lot of news coverage of when that happened. It was at that same time during that 50-year anniversary, which was just a year ago. Oh. Um, so I think she's really at the forefront of a lot of people's um, notice right now. Yeah. So I wanted to highlight her, especially since That's you'll awesome. be seeing her image on the quarter and make sure all of you out there know who she is. I'm sure many of you know even more than I do about her. Um, but I would encourage I you all to dig in more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Another thing that I'm going to ask Leah to add to the show notes, and I don't think I wrote it down, is that her daughter co-authored a book about her life oh, that, very that nice. came out fairly recently. Um, I'm Googling while I talk really slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looks really cool. Okay. It's called Fierce and Fearless, Patsy Takamoto Mink, First Woman of Color in Congress. Nice. Nice. Yes. And I think... What is that? It's we do not have in the library. We got to get yeah. that on the list. Yeah, I would say I would buy it, but it's like thirty one dollars. <laughs> oh yes, but you can get it for nineteen twenty five on Kindle. Oh, <laughs> Kindle's really hard Why to share. It's a library book. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, well, we'll put it on our li- wish we'll watch list. That one. It's yeah, probably it's nearly five hundred pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's well, one of those name well, dropper ones. Yeah. It's, it's not out on paper book yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is a lot of she it. She did too. a yeah. lot of stuff. She did do a lot of stuff. She did. Any questions for me about her? Oh, it was very good. Very oh. good. Oh, thank you guys. I cannot wait to see her quarter. <laughs> That'll be <laughs> awesome. Do they, yes. do they have the design yet? I mean, if it's coming out yet this year, it you should, know. right? Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. That's I don't, a great I don't think I've like yeah. seen that and. Yep, there it is. Oh. I'm looking at it almost. It's loading. Oh, she's wearing a lei and she looks amazing. Oh, that's awesome. And it says the equal opportunity and education on it. Oh. I love it. I love it so that they've nice. got the lei. I mean, the tie to nice. her home state. So you get that Hawaii goodness. Yeah. Oh. Love so it. We're going to have our... Elia looks like her, though. But well, okay. We got okay, Susan the quarter version of her. Yeah. And I guess there's only so much you can do. Dollars, and then we have our Pats and Meat Corners. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know if they dropped the Harriet Tubman being on the 20 or not. I feel like they got pushed aside. I think it got pushed aside. It might still be on the table, but it's not in print yet. But all the, all the new money is going to have Janet Yellen on it. So. Yes, it will. Do you guys want to hear who else is going to be on Quarters? I in do. Year? I actually do. 2024? Okay. Because yeah. I did look this up. So, of course, Patsy. Um, and then Dr. Mary Edwards Walker, who nice. was a Civil War yeah. era surgeon and women's rights advoca- advocate mm-hmm. and abolitionist. Uh, Polly Murray, who was a poet, yeah. writer, mm-hmm. activist, and lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke 
Zikala. Zikala Shaw, yes! who I covered. Yes. yes. I thought oh! that the minute I read that. Zikala yes. Zikala Shaw's amazing. Yes. She's going to be on a quarter. And Sweet. Celia Cruz, Cuban-born American oh. singer, cultural icon, and one of the most popular Latin artists of the 20th century, known as the Queen of Salsa. Oh, nice. I need to learn more about her. Yep. And those are the five women who will be honored nice. by being on quarters. Sweet. Very nice. In 2024, but, but really 2023. <laughs> I'm gonna look for them though. Actually, I yes, I wrapped seventy dollars worth of quarters oh. at work last week. Wow! And I saw some ladies, but I did not see any of that I mentioned. Mm. Okay, gotcha. So, I'll keep my eye. I almost feel like we need to collect them here. I know, not exactly. much for coin collecting, but they do have those um, nice the trif- books. The trif- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you just buy all the coins that you want? You probably can, yeah. yeah. You probably can. Mm-hmm. I mean, when to. they did all the estates. Yeah. You know. You could buy those. You buy the trifold and the kids. I remember when I, yeah. Yeah. I was a kid when they started coming out with those. That was like that and the McDonald's uh, Monopoly <laughs> things were what everybody was collecting. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they stopped doing that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Mm. <laughs> Used to be my birthday present every year. Um, Monopoly tokens? Yeah. Well, I always got, you know, the Cokes, so if I could get a free hash brown, that's just fine living. There's uh, a fantastic documentary about the scam (laughs) that was the Monopoly. Yeah, I recommend it. (laughs) That's why you got nothing more than a hash brown. Yes. That's all I wanted in life, though. (laughs) You were happy. Yeah, I wasn't collecting all the railroads. I just literally (laughs) wanted to eat. I mean, free food tastes better. Right? Immediate Mm -hmm. gratification. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to wrap us up if y'all are ready to move on. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.